Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dr. By Cuspid podcast. My name is Kevin Henry, the editor-in-chief for Dr. By Cuspid, and I'm very excited because today starts a year-long journey that we are going to be pursuing along with Seller and Consulting, one of the premier entities in dentistry today. And I'm talking to one of the premier thought leaders in dentistry, who is the president and CEO of Celerant, and that is Dr. Lou Schumann. Dr. Schumann, how are you, my friend? Good, Kevin. And let's start by saying I am so happy and so excited that you've come back into the journal community as the editor-in-chief of Dr. By Cusman. You and I go way back to dental economics, DPR, and always one of the top leaders in dentistry in the general community, and I'm so happy that you're back and so excited that we're going to get to work together again. I'm thrilled to be back, and I'm thrilled that this is something that you know we've been talking about for a while. We're getting ready to launch it, and you're kind of our kickoff to lay the groundwork for what our readers and what our listeners are going to be hearing and seeing throughout 2024. So before we dive into that, I just want you, could you give us a 30,000-foot view of Celerant and what it is before we kind of dive into our topic for the day? Sure. Very proud of that. So Celerant um, is the leader in bringing new technologies from all over the world into dentistry. That's why we work with mature companies as well. So and very privileged to do that. But really, the really our differentiation is bringing new technologies into dentistry. Um, it's a it's a real special responsibility, and it's actually the reason why we're talking today based on conversation we've had that I want to share with the Dell community. But, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work and um, we become part of these companies and we take responsibility and create them customized approaches. And we can get into more details about it, but that's really what we do. We're the largest provider of content in the dental industry, uh, which I'm also very proud of that. We have wonderful opportunities to share technology throughout uh, dentistry, not only by through the companies, but also um, by getting an opportunity to write articles um, in the different major journals. As you know, I have columns in DPR and in dental economics here um, in the United States. It gives me a chance to be able to communicate and educate uh, the dental community on what's coming and what's launching. Um, a number of our companies are still a year away, so it allows me to give a sneak peek um, to dentistry, both corporate and regular, of what's coming into the industry, which makes it so exciting. And through this Seller and CEO podcast series, which is going to be powered by Dr. By Cuspid, we're going to be talking to some of those CEOs. They're companies that you may not have heard of yet, but you absolutely will. And that's going to be the cool thing that I'm really excited about personally is that we're getting kind of a peek behind the curtain of things to come. You know how I love IDS, and this feels like an IDS, a little bit on podcast steroids, shall we say, that you're giving us this uh, look at what is to come for our dental industry. What's really special about what we're doing here um, in this series, which is is really kind of new, is I wanted to be able to share the experiences that I'm having with the CEOs of these companies as we start moving forward with them, I'm so impressed with who they are. So a lot of the focus on this series is to learn about them. You know, I, I used to go crazy watching that series, how it's made on PBS. 
and sort of the yeah. detail that sort of gave me the idea of I would really want the Dell community to be able to, sh to have these CEOs share their personal stories of how they even got to the creation of these technologies and then also, you know, what they do and where they're going. But wait till you hear some of these stories of the journeys that some of these people have taken. Some dentists, some completely outside of the Dell community. And what I'm excited is, is to share them with you to be able to share with dentistry to get an idea of how cool, amazing, impressed, brilliant um, these people are and the gifts they bring to us. You know, these men and women that we're going to be talking to throughout 2024 on the Seller and CEO podcast series, I'm excited about as a journalist because, as you said, some amazing stories. But I think the one thing that they all have in common, no matter background or anything else, is that they're all working together to not only better dentistry, but dare I say better our existence as human beings as well. And so many things. No question about it. I mean, you take like Dan Weinstein is the CEO of Laura Health. And I mean, he spent a year and a half in China just to, to miniaturize a sensor that can go on an aligner or on a tooth and, and it comes with an app and that app will allow you to evaluate things real time. So in the future, they're going to be doing glucose and phosphate. And so if you're a diabetic, for example, you'll be able to just look at your app and have real-time evaluation of your glucose. They're utilizing it now in many different ways. I don't want to give away the whole story, but that's a perfect example of, of being able to help our lives as well as bring great products to dentistry. You know, from a, and, and you have been a CEO, you have been a KOL, you have been on the forefront of technology for a long time. Don't want to date you here, but you know, as long as you and I have known each other, you've always been on that, that cusp of what's coming next. And, and I'm just going to ask you kind of looking back a little bit, how, how fast is this technology advancing compared to when you and I first met each other, maybe earlier this century? Well, you know, it's a great question. It's really about how society has changed and the technologies that have come to society that's impacted the importance and the relevance of new technology coming into the space. You know, the past was, you know, products and things that we'd be more familiar with that were evolutionary and that would, you know, benefit us as we move forward. Then, of course, you move into the the whole introduction of the internet and the whole opportunity that came with website development and SEO and then Google and Facebook. And it went from, as they used to say, you know, you would put a shingle up and put your name on there. <laughs> that shingle now was on the web. Um, so there's, yeah. so there's been huge changes in communication strategy and growth strategy, utilizing social media online and then is recently with ai coming into the space it's going to change everything because there's so much application that can be utilized we're starting to see it of course with diagnostics with pearl and overjet but there's so much more 
And, you know, digital workflow has had a huge impact. And so as technology has increased in the consumer world, we've adapted that and adopted it to see how that can integrate into the dental world. And that's what's so exciting is that those technologies are being adapted for the benefit of what's, what are we, you know, what's, what are we here for? We're here to improve the quality of life of our patients. And all of these technologies are dedicated to that. And it just makes it more exciting, you know, to be a high tech, you know, dentist to see things like you know, dental monitoring, Candid uses it also in aligners where patients can take a picture of their mouth, you know, with their phone into this technology. And all of a sudden the practitioner can decide if there's still movement left with their aligner or with their braces to be able to come up with a AI technology that you'll be meeting Amrish Gada, who's created with the ability to improve conversion of treatment plants from like an average of 40% to 70% by bringing the patient, getting the patient involved ahead of time, utilizing AI and a clinical exam to be able to, to connect the doctor to the patient in ways we've never been able to before. So really it's, it's, it's been really special. You know, they used to say the dentistry was five years behind with technology, no more, no more. And also the integration of dentistry and medicine. I mean, one of the hottest topics now is for years, dentists and we have always wanted the medical community to feel that we're oral health and they were connected to everything medical. It was, that's been a fight. <laughs> no longer. True. Yeah, no longer. I mean, now, you know, for example, Philips will come out this year with a program um, nationwide that will focus on how the oral cavity is so connected, um, you know, to systemic health. And and, we're, and the studies in the, that have come out, and now it's really becoming apparent how important the oral cavity is to systemic health. The whole growth in that area, again, great to see that the latest in technology as well as in research is connecting us to medical as well. And some of these technologies that you're going to see actually come from medical coming into dentistry. So cool. <laughs> that is very cool. You, can you tell that? I Like you said. I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm just, I was going to say, I can tell the excitement, you know, and, and that's, and that's really what, what I wanted to convey in this kickoff episode for this year long series, because you've seen what's coming and our readers haven't, they will, but they haven't yet. Absolutely. And so to me, that's, I'm feeding off your excitement a little bit here, to be perfectly honest, because these interviews are going to be, I, I think, really great learning lessons, not just for dentists to learn about the technology coming, but again, on the business side, to learn what made these people successful, what drives them, what keeps them up at night, and what helps them go to sleep. So I'm curious, from your business mind, which again, has been at the forefront for years, is there, is there a common denominator, even though all these individuals have different backgrounds and everything else, is there a common denominator you see in what makes them successful business people as well? Yes. And what I was about to tell you was, can you tell 
how, how much I love coming to work every day. <laughs> I just love what I do. <laughs> it's just so exciting. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll take a step back and just sort of walk you through how we decide if we're going to take a client on. I think that would be a good start because we say no to a number of companies or people that come to us. And so one of the most important things we look at is the management team themselves. That's one of the responsibilities that I take because, as you know, I have an amazing clinical team. We'll get to that. And so you have to have the right attitude. There was a point in time where everything had to happen fast. Like, okay, you know, we want to be, you know, we want to be at the top of the mountain in a year. We want to be the next Amazon or we're going to be the next Amazon. We want to launch an optical, veterinary, and dental all at once. All those answers were, thank you very much. Have a nice day. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, so we so, so we need to have a management team that understands the work that needs to go into this. This is not easy. To launch a product or a technology is a ton of work. That's why I put in a 14-hour day because we're part of so many companies and there, it just things change so quickly. So number one is the management company. As you know, and anyone who's listening to this, a good management company can be successful with many different types of products and technologies. If they have the right attitude, if they understand the work ahead of them, if they're very organized in the approach of what they know they can accomplish. And so that's number one. Number two is we're also going to take a look at that technology to see if we feel it will be successful in dentistry. You know, we will have someone that will come to us that has a product that happens to be in the same space as like Shine, Patterson, and Vista. And we go, wow, I, I, I don't know, you know, what the future is there based on the level of competition. We don't have a problem with competition, but if it is so significant in a space, we need them to know, you know, that's, that's critical. The other thing is, is we'll look in the mirror ourselves. We'll go, do we think we can grow this technology? If we don't think we can, we'll, we'll tell them that. And so we go through that process first is looking at the management. Then if it's a clinical product, especially, I mean, I'm so blessed with Paul Fierstein and, you know, Pam Maragliano-Munis, Chris Solano, Marty Jablau. Um, it, you know, it's, it's an amazing, John Flukey, that's my clinical team. David Little's helping now too. And I can take a product or technology, hand it to them and go, what do you think? Do you think clinically as a practitioner, would this bring benefit to you? So I have that great privilege to do that. And now I also have it in hygiene with Melissa Turner and a whole wonderful team, Rachel Wall, Val Dangler. I mean, I have an amazing hygiene clinical team too. So that's, so that, then we go through that process. And then, and it can be a dentist with an idea. It can be a, a company that's already raised money that's looking to move forward. And so that's sort of the process that we go through. Um, we also will look at the different marketplaces because, 
that's one of the most important things in growing a client is to make sure that we're successful in the traditional community and in the progressive community. We are really divided in two. Um, and I'll get more into that afterwards, but that was a, hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely. You know, and, and the biggest thing that, that I want as an editor is to not only give that peek behind the curtain with the products, but also what, what makes them successful and the fact, and you alluded to it a moment ago, these are not overnight successes. No. These are things that have been in the works for years and have gone through rigorous uh, trials, tests, whatever, to make sure that they will actually benefit uh, the dental industry and, and mankind as well. Yeah, it's very rare. I mean, I have to admit there has been two of of the 27 right now that are so game are such game changers that other companies are trying to acquire them or create exclusive relationships with them before they launch. Every once in a while you get that. You're going to be meeting both of those CEOs as well. But it's true. To bring a product, we've learned over the eight years we've been doing this, it takes about 18 months to brand a new product or a technology into the dental space. Um, you know, So if you're a new AI company, how long will it take that you're in the same sandbox as Pearl and Overjet? We've learned over time that takes about 18 months to do that. Again, hard work. It's a combination. You know, We start, we divide everything in three which is phase one is creation of product before and, and creation of product equals funding, regulatory, branding. That's the thing people go, okay, I got a product. We're going to launch it. We're going to, you know, go public in three years. No, you know, branding and packaging and, you know, education, influence, KOLs, funding, which is one of the most difficult things to do because you can't really go forward without the funding. And so that's just phase one. That's what we call the product creation phase. Then there's the launch phase. Now we're going to launch that technology or that product into the community. Again, a ton of work. Help with influencers, getting content in the journals, the right, you know, getting to the right audiences, making sure that it's priced properly, that it does bring the value that we think it does. And then while we're doing that, we're already looking at, do we need to adapt the product? Does it need to shift or change? What are we learning? Is the, you know, the progressive community learns differently, buys differently, grows differently than the traditional community. So you need to create unique approaches when you launch that works with each community. Dental Economics actually did a survey who reads the journal versus who reads it digitally? 52 to 47, right down the middle. So, so we have to figure out how to appeal to those communities as well. Then there's the aspect of social media and how we can integrate social media so that, that this new technology is being seen and heard and being hopefully and, and growing within that environment as well. And then the last phase is scaling it. It usually means more funding, working with funds, which we're glad we have funds that watch us. Because of the vetting process we do, I'm privileged that the funds have a lot of respect for what Celera does, so does the large companies in our industry. We meet with them 
on a monthly basis because they know we vetted these products. They know we're very picky on who we choose. And we've already had a number of our clients with distribution agreements, some with acquisition as a result of the hard work. But we meet with them weekly. That's how much things can shift. And that last phase is scaling, which is truly growing the product so it is in the same sandbox as their competitors and considered to be a product that the dentists really want to have that, you know, and, and then impacts the patients in a really significant way. You know, uh, and you, you know, I love Dr. Paul, John Flukey, oh. Marty, all those, all those people, dear friends, you know, but, but I will tell you that the side that I'm, I'm most curious to see and how it grows this year is, as you mentioned, the hygiene side of things. Yeah. And I'm very thankful that we're working with your hygiene team to sure. produce some great editorial uh, that our Doctor by Custom readers will see. But I also think that it's really important for the listeners of this podcast to know that, again, these, these are products that will impact hygiene. These are products that will impact every aspect of the dental practice. And, and that, to me, again, it, it's not just clinical. It's every aspect of the practice, I think, that will be touched by some of these interviews and the products that are associated with them as we go throughout the year. Well, the, the, so the big impact in hygiene is going to be biofilm and the connection of the oral cavity to systemic health and the products we're seeing and the technology we're seeing and the impact that's going to have on hygiene will be significant. And we're seeing it now. The, I mean, the biofilm scenario is crazy right now. We're talking about cellulose fibers from Norwegian spruce trees that in, integrated into a toothpaste absolutely has huge impact in destroying biofilm. We're talking about plant foam that's activated with lights. We're talking about rinses, as you know, have become significant and, you know, in multiple ways. It just on and on, you know, EMS and the, their their system and, you know, and working with hygienists, there is so much happening that will impact hygiene technology and hygiene products just along that vertical, which is growing so quickly. How, you know, the other thing is medicaments and how we're delivering, you know, medicaments to the oral cavity, multiple different ways now. So very exciting time for hygiene and they love it. They deserve it. And you know, they, they have such a connection to the patient. I'm so excited that they're getting the opportunity to, to be involved with AI and so many things that they deserve to be involved in. And again, if you can't hear it, Dr. Schumann's excited about this. <laughs> as me excited about this. You know, there, there's a lot of, lot of great things to come, a lot of great insights and a lot of great products that we're going to be able to, to peek behind the curtain and learn a little bit more about before down the road, you realize that they're a part of you, what you do every day and how you help your patients every day. And again, Dr. Schumann, I'm so excited to get this kicked off. Uh, you know, I'm not going to even tease who our first guest is going to be, but I'm going to tell you, it's somebody that's very, uh, shall we say, uh, close to Dr. Bicuspid. Uh, and we'll explain how uh, very soon about that. But, <laughs> I hear you. This is going to be a fantastic series, but I, I want to make sure you, you've touched a lot upon Celerant. You, you, you've talked about how Celerant works. I want to make sure, is there a way that people can learn, you know, those, those just everyday dentists and hygienists, how do they learn what Celerant is and what it's really doing behind the scenes to help their 
their practice. Yeah, I mean, I'll do that a couple of ways. I'll give out my email if there's ever an, an interest to discuss. I, I There's a couple of ways. That's one of them. So it's Lou, L-O-U, at sellerandconsulting.com. Please, you know, we're very personal. So, you know, send me an email. You can go to sellerandconsulting.com. Because remember, there's much more. We've just launched DSO Technology Solutions. We have our best of class technology awards, both now technology and we have our best of class hygiene awards. All of that is showing up at our website. We're now able to bring technologies to the DSO community. We're very excited about that launch where our companies, uh, and it just doesn't have to be selling companies. Um, Any of the companies can learn more about that where we already have 40 DSOs signed up and that's giving a company an opportunity if the DSOs are interested, we will work with them, a Zoom call, proof of concept where they get to test the technology. We'll work with the companies in a win-win deal, execution, and then even utilization of our KOLs and helping that company integrate into the DSO community. So we've just launched that with Ian McNichol and Jeremy Dixon, who is a major DSO um, KOL who's been tremendously helpful. And that's just occurring too. And then Last point is we just opened um, the nomination process for best of class for 2024. So any company that wants to self-nominate themselves for the award, go to sellerandconsulting.com. We have the hygiene awards and the regular technician technology awards. We're, believe it or not, Kevin, our 15th year with the technology awards and our third year going into our fourth year with hygiene. And you look back at some of those winners that they've been through the years and they're, they're products that are just now part of our everyday lives. And it, it's really fantastic to see. Well, this is taking that team that I, we've mentioned, all the whole team, it's nonprofit. It's a rigorous process. We look all year. And then when we typically have met in Chicago, we sit for hours until the white smoke comes out of the chimney and we've had our winners and, and, and it's a war in there and, and, People ask for the movie rights all the time, and they think we can't do that. But um, but it, it it is truly a very special process that's grown over the years. I'm very proud that people call it the Oscars for dental. And these companies are the ones that we feel, like you said, have the biggest impact on the patient and very important and very hard to win. Well, Dr. Schumann, thank you so much for being part of this kickoff to the Seller and CEO podcast series. It's going to be powered by Dr. By Cuspid throughout 2024. And and again, can't, can't tell you how excited I am to hear some of these stories and to share them with our readers and listeners. Well, we are so excited to partner with you. We consider you to be one of the most important people in dentistry for years. We're so glad you're back into the journal community. And we're so excited about this whole series coming up. I think the viewers will really appreciate the personal stories. And just as one more last point, just know that some of these companies have been a dentist just with an idea. So we we want to always encourage that. We can play the role which we've had of literally becoming a major part of that the company for that dentist. If that idea we feel is one that will have a big impact this dentistry. So it's just not companies that have made funds, is already funded and ready to go. 
If you're a dentist just with an idea, we've had great success in supporting them as well. Just want them to know that. That's a great point. And, and again, all these different uh, paths that are kind of converge into one place uh, throughout this year. I'm, I'm excited to go down the paths with those people. So, Dr. Schumann, thank you again. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to watch to watch the podcast myself as you interview my CEOs that are just special stories. So take care. Talk soon. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we thank all of you for listening to this episode. Yes, there's a lot of excitement about things to come. 2024 is going to be a fantastic year. And we want to make sure that you catch up on every episode of the Seller and CEO podcast series powered by Dr. By Cuspid that is coming up. Until then, Kevin Henry, Editor-in-Chief for Dr. By Cuspid, wishing you nothing but success ahead.